0: going to sit here quietly. You are now live, Brian. People have been waiting. They've been patient. Uh, It is now 834 for the quarantine cast that was going to start at uh, eight o'clock. It is very exciting. Uh, It is now 834. It's uh, one of those things. Listen, (laughs) there's nothing there's nothing that uh, should lead you from the past to expect that what uh, uh, what has happened is anything different than any other week welcome to the quarantine cast with brian and cody he is of course cody goff uh from somewhere in the suburbs i am brian noonan from somewhere in uh, well just across the street from the suburbs in the city that's how it works and uh we're, we've been going through now i'm going to let you explain what happened because i'm going to say first off it was not my fault despite the fact that you cody the g tried to blame it on me at every turn uh is your volume up maybe unplug your headphones are you sure you have your microphone in are you doing de- i'm like yes everything is set and i knew that because i had done a radio hit earlier today with the same uh same exact setup that i always use and everything was dandy but something went wrong what went wrong now we've had problems with this uh this carrier before but what happened today
1: they just they just changed some stuff around and i didn't know where some buttons were but uh, I did indeed think that maybe you needed to troubleshoot your audio. It wasn't the I issue. I nothing. You
0: won that conversation, Brian. Yes, of course I did. Because me the W. I've also I also realized that had we started at eight o'clock, I had a lot of natural light coming into the room, mm-hmm. so I looked good. I also like the fact that I, like God, can wave my hands and make my lighting change on the uh, on the camera. It's very exciting. So. <laughs> <laughs> I act, all right, now. Uh, last week we had a lot of difficulty with me cutting in and out, correct? So this week, uh, this week I took some I took some initiative, and I have now changed the way that the I am on I am Ethernet cable. I'm I'm wired up this week. Oh, you're I wired said, in wireless, yes? Because um, I talked to a friend of ours, and he said, "Well, try uh, Craig Collins, of course," and he had, he said, "Try going, try using an Ethernet cable." I was like, all right, so now I've got an Ethernet cable. We'll see if it works out. Because the other thing was I'm looking at uh, my uh, Comcast to see if I, you know, well, let me ask you this, Cody. Why can't a cable company just give everybody the fastest Internet? It's it's the Internet. Why don't we just, why aren't we all the same speed on the Internet? Why do they have to nickel and dime us? And I just answered my own question because they can nickel and dime us. We have, a, I think we have a pretty good, uh, a pretty good plan I have to call them and find out. We'll see if this works. I also told Debbie no streaming while'm uh, while we're doing this.
1: yeah, well, and the rest of your family Molly's not here. she's gone, and she like, oh just she she's out. Just, just happens to be not there. Yeah, she just
0: happens to be not here.
1: <laughs> not uh, at a gathering of ten people or more. I hope
0: No, but uh i I've not been happy because Uh-oh. she's been going to see her her friend from high school, her best friend. And it's been just the two of them, which is fine, because they're either outside or they're wearing a mask, or you know, and they're being very careful. Well, last weekend, she and the girl, she and her friend were going up to – I almost said she and the girl. She and her friend Kaylee were driving up to Milwaukee, where Kaylee's brother lives, and they were going to have a picnic. I didn't like the sound of that. But there were going to be three of them. They are going to be outside. It was going to be six feet apart, you know. She said, "What can I do?" So then she went and she came home and she said, "Oh yeah, we went to a, we went to a beer garden, but it was very safe. All the tables were very far apart and everybody was wearing masks." I was like, "Okay." And then we went back to her brother's apartment, and there were only the four of us were there. His roommate and we all we all were six feet apart and we were wearing. And I was like, "Uh huh." So Debbie has. I haven't been. I've told Debbie of my concerns, but she doesn't want me saying anything to Molly. Then, of course, last night Molly coughed, and I was like, "She's got the COVID." Oh no! None of that. I it hope not. Happened. No, I hope not. Because Sunday, my mom came over to the house. Mm-hmm. Now, if typhoid Molly has come back from Milwaukee with some sort of a disease and then passed it on, uh, I am one. I am not going to be happy. Two, uh, nobody else is going to be happy. But she, she yesterday. She, just unsolicited she kept saying i'm not i don't think i want to do that again but we were very careful i was very careful i'm like okay as long as you're very careful but you know i don't know about you cody the g people are acting like this is all done Mm -hmm. and it's not all done
1: yeah did you see the
0: onion headline about it i tweeted yes i did see the onion headline and it was it was true Because everywhere everywhere you drive by, people are hanging out at, you know, cafes. Yeah. We're in France. It's something along the
1: lines of, Governor announces uh, that they're moving into stage three of pretending the pandemic is over. Um, Which, The Onion has just been crushing it lately. It's been so good. I mean, you just got to read it for basically everything. They're just, oh, they're so good. But yeah, um, nuts. I mean, ah, you know, I just hope that that none of the, the, uh, the wonderful store associates at Lowe's Home Depot or Menards have it because if they do, we are in big trouble.
0: Why if- are they not wearing masks when you go in for your room? No, they're great.
1: They're fantastic. I'm just yeah. saying. I hope they don't have COVID because, like, that's where we'd get it because that's where we're going. That's
0: where right you're now. spending all your time. Well, your room looks a little more disheveled disheveled than it did last week. Are you sitting at a different angle? Where's the door that we were so we got last week? We got a glimpse of your backyard through a door in your office. That's why I asked if you're in the same room. Oh yeah, dude. No,
1: my my setup is really extreme right now I'll, I'll, I I'll might, might be able to like, take a picture and share it I'll, I'll try and finagle some stuff but um my desk is, is still against up against a corner I've got the corner desk but I got a uh I got a dual monitor stand Ooh, I had two 23 inch monitors and I used to use one for like well, basically one was in my closet I just didn't need it um when our old when when the curiosity.com office moved and downsized from our old location in ravenswood to downtown before we were acquired by discovery they got rid of 50 monitors and all these extra computers they got rid of a bunch of stuff and i just like they're like do you want a monitor and i was like okay i'll take a monitor so so you stole it uh i was given it i mean the rest were donated so i was one of the donies donatees? I don't know. So, but I, I know I have two monitors. So I, I got a stand that elevates them above my desk. So they, they're probably like six to eight inches above my desk. And then, um, I have my desk and then today in the mail came three or four inch desk risers. Um,
0: Oh yeah. I used to, uh, for the whole desk or just for the yeah, computers. Yeah. For the whole desk.
1: Oh wow. Um, like the important, and then they're, they're, the furniture, you know, for, for like
0: beds yeah, yeah. and stuff. Oh, because yeah, we've used those on like Molly's dorm room and stuff to raise up the beds.
1: Yeah. So uh, so the desk is now uh, – the, the typical desk is, I want to say, 19 inches off the ground or maybe 23 inches, I don't remember. But anyway, it's four inches higher now. So uh, wow. everything is way up. So now my camera is significantly above me. But I've got yes. one monitor that's slightly angled with the door in the background, and that so this is monitor on my on this side, and then the monitor facing on. I put the webcam here for some reason, and I don't mm. remember why I chose this monitor, but there was a reason. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. Um, no, it's still it's still beautiful there. Uh, the yes, door okay. is really, you know, it's not light out, so I'm not going to open right. you it.
0: But uh, no, it's in the same room. This room's evolving, man. I mean, we're there, nice. there's changes. I see a fan, and I see something on the wall. Mm-hmm. See things leaning up on your – now you've got other tubs as opposed to just the blue tub that was there last week. So there's, there's things happening. There, ooh, oh, there it is. Yeah, look at that, yeah. I see some cables. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, Take a shape.
1: Some, The cables kind of mix in with the uh, with the spiral carpet. It uh, does –
0: yeah, it looks good.
1: There we go. Got it. Got it off Craigslist from a nice gentleman in Glen Ellen. Wow, suburban yeah. Craigslist shopping. Good for mm-hmm. you. Actually, it might have been Glen View because it was a bit of a haul. <laughs> it was a Glen. It was related right. to one of the Glens. One of the Glens. There are many Glens. Glenview, Glen Ellen. Glen. But to that person's uh, credit, I had pulled in the driveway and the rug was just laid out on the driveway. And he walked out. He said, "Hey, do you want this rug?" I was like, "Great." I did hand him cash, but aside from that, there was no breathing on each other. Okay, you know it was.
0: Just funny. Can, yeah, I mean, if, if you're staying away, you can hand somebody something quick, hold your breath, cover your face. I don't really know. Uh, I don't know either. I I don't know either. But I know that I know that you know. Every day I'm watching the news, and the numbers are spiking in all these states, and people are acting like it's no big deal, and then. You know, I hear, I heard though, this was good news. If we just stopped testing, we'd have much lower numbers. I heard that, and it makes sense. Uh, if you don't, if you don't test to find out if people have it, then nobody's got it, which it would be great too for pregnancies. You know, uh, if you know what, and I know you wanted your wife to, you know, I know you guys wanted to have a baby, but if your wife hadn't taken the pregnancy test, she probably wouldn't be pregnant. That's true. It wouldn't be possible, I really. Right, because there'd be no test to tell you that it was happening. So I thought I thought that was interesting. And I love that the all the health officials in Tulsa, where they're having huge spikes, are now going, Yeah, um, you know that big rally that's coming up Saturday? You really shouldn't go to that rally. <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. Uh I don't, I'm, I'm gonna get a grill. Actually, we got a grill. Well, we well, we purchased a grill.
0: Oh, it, this is exciting.
1: We uh we opted for uh Lowe's Lowe's, I think. Yeah. Or Home Depot. I don't know. We went to a big box store. They're going to assemble it. So
0: Ooh. yeah. Uh you we did lazy. go with a Weber grill. Nice. What kind did you get? Gas?
1: Uh it's gonna be gas. I don't remember the model. I believe we're, we're kind of fancy. So I'm not trying to brag here, but I believe we got a Genesis 2. Wow. Uh, which is pretty, pretty hot. We might have gotten a Spirit 2, but I think we got a Genesis 2.
0: Wow. Very so nice.
1: So uh, we, we went pretty fancy. Um, I'm hoping to start uh, hosting small swaths of people soon <laughs> <laughs> gatherings of 10 or less. Right. Um,
0: but like Holy it, cow. If you got a Genesis 2, you drop some serious Quan there was there was some
1: i mean look everything there's is being for you there's a lot of serious dough yeah. being dropped in in several locations in my home at this at this point so um you know we will we we also got to get a dishwasher this week um, wow you look at you you are suburban well our, our inspector put in her report you know i couldn't test the dishwasher because it was full so i can't confirm
0: if it works <laughs> All right, that's. Fair. Wait a minute. When you came, when you had the inspector come, before, when the other people were still there, yeah, they were still living in the house. They were still living in the house when we came and oh, looked at it. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought they oh,
1: Yeah, it was still occupied until a couple weeks before we moved in. And but, they didn't uh, empty the dishwasher. What animals? Well, they were they were occupying the home during the inspection still. So like the whole family was at home. So actually, the day of the inspection, uh, and the the like. The United States Inspection Agency overseers, or whatever, sure. uh, said that inspectors can, like, you can know, like, a, a home buyer cannot accompany the inspector because of the pand- right because of the pandemic. So this happens, in, you know, like, it was must have been April, probably it was the inspection, and uh, I drove out with we actually drove out with my dad, and we sat in front of the house. Uh in case, you know, the we you know in case the sure, in case inspector inspector
0: came running out like Ah
1: Right, you know, and you know, just There's you know, asbestos like, everywhere. <laughs> you know, like get away. You know, really feel like, see that crack there? That means this half of the house is gonna fall over. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: this, this is not good.
1: See maybe good to be like on site for it. But anyway, so we're there. Awkwardly the whole family is inside with their like four kids. We're just kind of hanging out out there, like stalking them. And then, like the the uh it was a couple, obviously. That the mom comes out like one or two times. She's like, "We're leaving in a minute. We're leaving in a minute." And then she'd run back inside, but like didn't want to engage with us. It's
0: very weird and awkward. Well, they're not supposed to be there anyway. Any good realtor is going to tell their the people. Listen, the inspector's coming today. You got to daddle We actually had a very good realtor. I was extremely happy. No, with their team. realtor should have told. You know, Their realtor sucks. Their right. realtor
1: was annoying to work with. She was super unprofessional. All of her reply, like our, our realtor showed us like the emails she was sending, they were really curt and rude. And she was like lying all the time. She'd be mm. like, oh, I'm not gonna go below this price. Absolutely not. And then like a day later, she'd go like 2000 under or something. And then like, we'd come back to her a few weeks later. We're like, okay, we'll do it for this price. She's like, well, you never said that price. And we're just like, yes, we did. But she was she was a disaster. She was a, a Remax realtor, and I, what I have heard, I don't know if this is true. So all put right. it in the comments if I'm wrong. But I've heard that Remax's deal is kind of like just like quick offload, just like just shuffle through, like like they're the they're like some of their realtors are all about volume. Uh, oh, okay, their type of like realty versus like maybe like. Uh, Bear Warner, bear Warner or something that like that does like you know lots of showings and like oh I'll be working with you for like nine months or whatever and blah blah okay. blah and like uh, you, you want know, a charity burn yeah there's always gonna be variables within that but my understanding is Remax is kind of like just a, a typically this realtor, at least, I don't know if it's the whole agency, but um, are, are more about volume. So anyway, she she seemed just kind of in a hurry to just get it all done. And it was just lots of little boxes were unchecked and she, it was just annoying. Anyway, she sucks. But um, <laughs> so uh, we go to run the dishwasher the first time, long story short. And uh, yeah, and then my dad came out uh, like uh, last weekend and he looked at it, he's like, this looks like this uh, hasn't really been running him quite some time. I was like, yeah, oh. that's-. to be fair, it is exactly 10 years old. Um, okay. We moved in. There's a binder that the the homeowners left us from like the previous homeowners. And it's got like all the documentation, like all the instructions. And warranty, oh wow. Okay. Installation and receipts. And like, it's very, you know, for a, for an 80 year old house, pretty well documented. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, we know reasonably when some stuff was installed and and changed and stuff. So um, you know, I'm you know what? It's ten years old. That's the end of its life anyway. Like
0: yeah, ten years old. You get a new one. And now you didn't. Did you get the uh, warranty? Did you get that homeowner's warranty deal? Nah, nah. I don't think I don't know if that that might have covered it, but somehow. Well, yeah, some and some houses it's not offered. Some it's they use it as like a bonus selling feature where oh you know and it's covered by the warranty and we've had we've bought houses that have had the warranty on them a couple of things got fixed a couple of things done but yeah 10 year 10 years for a dishwasher you know should be fine i'm i'm battling that now with the lawn have you gotten your battery operated lawnmower yet or are you still going with the service
1: i got a battery operated leaf blower but uh <laughs> we're still using right. the lawnmower service well we weeded we uh spent a couple hours in the lawn weeding um last weekend and um apparently i love gardening
0: look at that who knew do you like gardening i like cutting the grass and doing the the bushes and stuff i don't um i love having flowers around and i will water them but i'm not big on uh, the planting and stuff Hmm. you know like i'll make sure i'll make sure the yard looks good and then debbie takes care of the flowers then right. I'll, I'll water them, but she takes care of planting them. But we've been we've been lax on those because leave it, since we're leaving town in a couple of weeks for a few days, we don't want them all to die. So the plan is we come back home uh, like the fifth and then we buy the flowers and we, you know, that we got flowers in back. And there's some flowers growing out front like perennials or annuals rather. And um, so those are, you know, that's all looking good. I'd be friendly. Well. Maybe perennials, right? Perennials, right. yeah. Those keep coming back, so those are perennials. So I was right the first time. Very confusing, the annuals and perennials and annual. You'd think it's an annual thing. Mm-hmm. Everything else, that's an annual thing. It keeps repeating. Yeah. But I finally had to. Uh, I finally had to take my lawnmower because it's been. It was at the end of last season. Things were things were weird. It was chugging and and then I was like, oh, this winter I got to take the lawnmower and get it all tuned up so it's ready to go when the season starts that didn't happen um, so then it's been the last few weeks the engine's been chugging and chugging and chugging I'm like, oh, all right so monday i take it over to this place by the house and i have a toro and they're a toro dealer and repair place so i take it in the woman's really nice to counter and then she starts taking my information she's what's your name brian noonan she goes, oh and i have my mask on you know oh your voice sounds so familiar Are you that guy on the radio and i'm like yes i am that guy on the radio but then it's uncomfortable having to you know answer all kinds of questions and i was hoping that would mean they'd expedite my lawnmower being done but i haven't heard anything back yet i figure they told me about a week anyway because they're like well we have to see if we have to rebuild the carburetor and you know we'll give it a tune up and uh will you i love what they say will you okay up to a certain dollar amount and then after that we got to call you and i'm like all right well on the phone, the guy said, a, you know, uh, an appra- to check everything out, it's like 35 bucks." She said, oh, yeah, that's true. But if we check everything out and then know what we have to do, and then we have to call you, and you have to get back to us, and we've put things back together, it just takes longer. So how about you say, uh, can we go up to $120, and if, if it's going to be over $120, we're going to call you? i was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. So now I'm waiting to hear. My guess is it's going to be uh, over $120. Wow. But this lawnmower, this is a lawnmower that my mom and dad bought when my dad was still alive. It's this big Toro recycler self prop it's, they always, because my parents have a giant lawn, like crazy big. And as kids, we always had really horrible lawnmowers. So we hated cutting the grass because either the lawnmower wouldn't start, or it was like I described one time the electric where you had to actually run an extension cord out. And they were these tiny little lawnmower, it was awful. So I guess, uh, you know, my dad decided for his last hurrah, he was gonna buy the giant lawnmower. And then he died. And then my mom got to the point where she couldn't cut the grass anymore. So when we came back from Los Angeles and moved into our house in Frankfurt. I had to get a lawnmower. And she's like, Well, why don't you just take this one? Because I have a guy coming to cut the grass. I'm never going to use this lawnmower. So this lawnmower's got to be probably 16, 17 years old. Whoa. Yeah. And I have not really, other than adding oil, it's really, oil and gas have been my maintenance on it. It hasn't really. So, you know, either way, the money has been gotten out of it. We will see. We will see what happens. Um, We'll see what happens with this week. Uh, but you texted me a picture the other day, and I think it's important for people to realize how much you have adapted to suburban life. Uh, your neighbors, and I was proud I, I, I was proud that you recognized this, your neighbors had some beautiful pink flamingos in their front yard, uh, edging their driveway. Now, I would have assumed that you would have run out right away and gotten some. Because, as you know, I have some pink flamingos in my yard. I don't think you could be a self-respecting suburbanite without some pink flamingos in your yard. Have you gotten your pink flamingos? We've not uh, crossed the lawn decoration bridge yet. All right.
1: We are. Uh, we are still awaiting. Uh, we're, st- we're still working on stuff. We're still furnishing. We're still trying. Well, to sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fit everything, and I mean, fit the few. Th- you know. It's kind of nice, right? Cuz like once we have a baby, the kids just going to take over anyway. Yes, definitely. So in that regard, it's not like we need to fill the place cuz it will be filled just by default. Um yes. but in the meantime, it's like nice to get some uh nice to get some some stuff taken care of. I got to give a shout out to Penny Mustard Furnishing. Really? Long-time sponsor on WGN Radio. So Yes. Casey and I were, we, I was like, let's go to Home Depot and pick up a couple things. And it was like, I did the, you know, the, the contactless order pickup online. Oh yeah. yeah. I am so into that by the way. I do. I love it. Dude. I've been doing it for like Kohl's Lowe's. Like anytime we need anything, I'm like, cool. Beep, beep, boop. Like done on my phone. I will pull in, you know,
0: Everyone and, in the back. Don't talk to me.
1: I got to uh, go. It's so great. It's so great. So so we're like, I'm like, let's go to Home Depot. And we're on the way to Home Depot. And like she sees one furniture store. She's like, oh, you know, because we, we've been talking about getting a sectional. That's like that was gonna be our big purchase, just get like a nice okay. sectional. And uh she's like, all right, we'll go to this random furniture store. And we go, oh no, no, no. It was this like high-end, it was this high-end furniture store. It was so funny. The woman, and I won't name the place, but this this nice, this nice woman, saleswoman that I feel so bad for. She's on <laughs> right. She's on crutches, um,
0: uh, you know, and she, she's sure like, she's going for the sympathy sale. I don't know, oh, but you she made she, me hobble over here for nothing. <laughs> she's, she's, you know, she's uh, she's
1: an older woman, and she, you know, comes in as soon as you know we walk in. The guy takes our temperature. I think this is like a bouncer for this furniture. <laughs> um,
0: There has to be security measures. I'm good with that. Oh, my wife has joined, so now I can't badmouth her anymore. Last week, uh, not to interrupt your story, but last week, Molly, uh, I was talking about them recording movies that they've watched a million times. Molly told Debbie that I was S-talking her on the uh, the podcast. (laughs) The next day, Debbie said, hey, Molly told me you were S-talking me. I'm like, what? She said, yeah, you were talking about how we record all these movies that we've already seen. I said, yes, do you? She said, yeah. I go, well, then I guess it's not S-talking yet. if I'm telling the truth. So now Debbie's watching. I'm not going to S-talk you anymore. <laughs> um, so anyway, you go into some, you know, some big high-end uh, furniture store where they're designers. So, like, like I've never bought new furniture in my adult life. Oh, it's a nightmare. I've
1: only, like, any furniture, desks, dressers, anything. I have everything I grew up with and then yeah. I tried- <laughs> You know, stuff I have, like, gotten at Salvation Army, maybe, or Goodwill. Right. Literally, bookcases I found in alleys. Because...
0: <laughs> yeah. So, See, it's, t- it's time. It's time to start, uh, as the kids say, adulting. Go into a yeah. furniture store. Drop the plastic. Get some furniture. Boy, have, that- have big, muscular men come on the truck and put it in your house. But, like, but like that, that's the context,
1: right? It's, like, I don't know who has what. Like, I don't know uh, if I walk into this furniture store if it's, like, $15,000 for a dresser or, like, four, you know? So, I go in and it's it's clearly a little higher end. And it, it's not, I don't know, it's not exorbitant. And it's not, like, you know, I'm walking into, like, the Gucci of, like, furniture stores. Okay. But it's clearly a little pricier. So she's got the crutches and she's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. What are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. We're like, yeah, we'll look over here and we'll look at stuff. We'll let you know if we need anything. Four minutes later, uh, she comes over. She's like, and, and like, because I pointed We're like, buy some stuff. And I pointed it like, like Casey. I was just like, oh, look at this. Look at that desk. That's kind of cool. And she <laughs> like apparates behind us. And is like, oh, were there other pieces of furniture you're looking at too?
0: Oh, yeah. Now all of a sudden you're like, uh-huh.
1: it's just like, uh, okay. So we go upstairs where you would think the older woman on crutches may not be able to follow you. Oh, you no, no, she, she was hell bent on following us. <laughs> we were there 15 minutes and she asked us if we had questions no less than four times. Um, she was just circling like a vulture. And at that oh, yeah. point I left because I'm like, I like, even if I like this furniture, I don't want this to be my life, my day. I can't do no, it. No,
0: you can't. And there's, I always, uh, the, the furniture stores we've gone into, and I do this with a lot of places where I'm kind of brusque. I know that's going to surprise you, but, uh, <laughs> if the, if the sales, when the salesperson comes up, because they, you know, at a furniture store, it's next salesperson up. So you walk in, it's number five is coming up. I always go, listen, give me your card. I'm going to look around. When I'm ready, I'm going to come and get you. I don't have any questions. I know what a bed is. I know what a couch is. I know. I can identify furniture from a mile away. That's an ottoman. See, I got a table lamp. Yeah, that's good. Dinette said, sure, I can figure it out. I don't have any questions because I'm a grown man. And even children can identify chairs and things. They don't really need a lot of help. Um, so that's that's how I do it. I'm like, just go away, and if I want something, I'll call you. And if not, leave me, Commission Monkey, because I know you're trying to do your job, but your job's going to be much shorter when I go storming out of this place. <laughs> so did you find a did you find a more um, budget friendly furniture store? I wish we
1: had uh, done what you did. Um, yeah, we, we. Well, it turns out we were in the middle of like Furniture Row. Ooh,
0: what town is this that has a Furniture Row?
1: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I we, don't know. We, we leave this place and we look around and we're like, "Wait a minute! There's another furniture store. There's two other furniture stores. <laughs> like there are like eighteen furniture stores within like half a half a square mile. So we went. Well, into see, that's
0: why Crutchy was so clingy because she doesn't get a lot of you know other customers. There's so much competition.
1: Dude, I don't know, man. But there were there were one or two, and we we went to like one or two, and and uh, and then like we're about to leave, you know, kind of the area, and I see Penny Mustard, and I was like, I was like, we should go to Penny Mustard. I I hear about them all the time, and, yeah. Uh, like not because uh, I had mentioned it to my mom too, and she's like, I've never heard of that place, uh, and a couple other people, but like they advertise on WGN, right? I mean, yeah,
0: and they they used to be something else, and then they changed their name to Penny Mustard, and yeah. They've been advertisers for a long, long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, but it's and like, they
0: can advertise right here on the Quarantine
1: Cast. That would be awesome. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a free plug though because we walked in and there was this, uh, this, this woman came up and, and met us, and we're like, you know, we were gonna look around. She, and she explained the deal. She's like, everything you you buy here is like made to order. It's manufactured here in the U.S. Um, don't remember if it's manufactured in Indiana or Wisconsin or Michigan, or, but it's it's all local stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. You configure it. You pick out the upholstery. Really, every little detail. And uh, and it was like shockingly affordable. Wow. Um, when we told her our budget range, you know, we a sectional is going to cost you a few grand, no matter. Yeah, what, yeah. Right. We told her basically that, and she found us a price right there. You know, she said, you know, you're not going to be able to get, like, this model. I'm going to take you over here. Showed it to us. 45 minutes later, we signed everything and they got the order. and uh, nice. And moreover, with the upholstery, because our thing was we didn't want a gray or, a uh, or like, a brown sectional, which is 99% of sectionals.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so we knew. Did it go like rich Corinthian leather? We were mahogany, actually. Um, soft mahogany, like a, yeah, it's a experimental material. Comes from the government. Okay, um, very nice. Yeah. So, but uh, but no, but usually, you know, you would think like if you went to like a Macy's or something, you'd order it. It's like ten to twelve weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, she did say that the fabric that we wanted is on back order, but we're still gonna get it. We are what like a week ago, and we're gonna get it like second or third week in July. So it's like a four. 45- oh, wow, that's not bad. It's amazing it's excellent so yeah you know like all right penny mustard they will really carry we had a phenomenal experience so uh um, very nice yeah to tell them um, uh, tell them you were the cody from the radio i wasn't sure I if i mentioned w- familiar i wasn't sure if i mentioned wgn if they would be like oh you get a disc like because sometimes radio commercials say like mention wgn and you'll right get it. but i was like yeah, you know, I'm glad I came in here. Heard about you guys on WGN radio. Uh glad I heard about you on WGN radio. You must have advertised on them for a while,
0: you know. Go to nothing. No nothing. No, they advertise everywhere. I've heard i I've heard of them for a long time. I've never we haven't bought new furniture in a while, which is uh but we are uh we we have reached the age where we're we're starting to consider matching recliners. Just cause you know so Wait, mother and I mother and I can sit next to each other and watch the television. Wait, you uh
1: you um you you don't I thought you already had those. I had
0: a gi- no, I had the giant recliner years ago and it got destroyed, because, uh, you know, my butt was in it for I don't know, ten years, twelve, eleven years. Uh between my butt and the dog's butt and everything else it was it was done. So it didn't make the move from uh the last place to this place, it was mm-hmm. gone. So I don't know. Well, that's exciting. So now, all right. So now you got a new sectional. You got a leaf blower. Uh, you won't need that till the fall, but that's okay. Uh, you got a lawn service coming. We got to get you some flamingos. Well, I'll, if I see some, I'll pick you some up. Well,
1: you, you wouldn't. I wouldn't need the leaf blower till the fall if the previous owners had taken a little bit better care oh. of uh, the uh, the. Uh, flower beds, which happen to have a lot of leftovers in
0: them. Well, it shouldn't surprise us that they didn't take care of the outside when the dishwasher was full, uh, when the inspector came, and yet your father said the dishwasher had not been run in a long time. So that means they just put dishes in the dishwasher, hoping that somehow the dishes would be clean. Yeah. Good times. I don't know. Well, listen, that's how, that's part of home ownership. That's the fun. I was at Menards yesterday uh ding 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 for menards that sounds, that sounds dirty the way just hearing you say it uh, just i was in menards i was in menards all the way up to the hilt in menards uh, cuz we needed a, had to get a new dehumidifier so that was uh, that's a, that's going on now uh, oh
1: you did too i got one of those also last week yeah
0: you got to have one if you have a basement and i know you do you got to have a dehumidifier in there mm-hmm. what'd you go 30 uh 30 pint 50 pint what'd you get 70 pint not too big because it's got the, we've got
1: a hose uh, outtake. You know, the hose, you just dump it in the
0: place where the sump pump is. We got a good sump pump. I No, I understand that. You just, uh, but this, the pint, uh, the pint number is how much moisture is going to pull out of the air. Oh, my bad. Uh, I don't know, 30 something. 30 something. It was, 20. it's big
1: enough. I don't know. Yeah. How, how big Bigger, is it? Yeah. It's the right
0: size. Depends on the square footage. I went down yeah. and measured. I have, uh, this new one is a 40 pint. My old one was a 50, but that was I didn't need a 50 piner uh, anymore so wow you know, did a little yeah listen I do some things I know a couple things here and there you know um, we I don't know you had talked about getting a cat uh, is that all pet all pets on hold until the uh till the baby. Dude, we don't need a cat because we have squirrels, which are so fun to watch. <laughs> they're so fun to watch. Are they, they, yeah, they chase each other. They have fun. They have good times. But they're rodents, so be careful. Legal. Okay. Close your doors. Uh, and the reason I say that is you know how much I love nature. You know I love to be out in nature. You know I love to enjoy nature. Uh, you know when I hate nature? When it gets dropped on my dining room floor. That's when I hate nature. Oh, did one of your dogs hunt something? Uh, Yeah. Lawson, probably the laziest dog on the face of the earth. He's the sweetest dog, but he moves only for one thing. That's when he hears me get the leash. He doesn't even have to hear me get the leash. He sees me put my earbuds in. He knows it's time for a walk. That's it. Other than that, he lays on the couch, lays on the floor, whatever. This dog, uh, I don't think he would chase something if it was made of meat he's that lazy friday night it's uh it's the end of the night so we we do what we always do it's time to go potty for bedtime that's what we tell dogs potty for bedtime and of course gidget always gets up she runs right outside she loves to be outside lawson you have to cajole to go outside he'll lay he gets up like he's gonna go then he lays down on the floor and he won't move and he's 75 pounds and he just lays there And he'll roll over, so you have to scratch his belly. And then you scratch his belly, he still won't go. And then you swear at him a couple times, and then he'll finally go outside. So Debbie let them out. I was sitting in the living room. And I hear her say, okay, are you ready to come in? Well, apparently she didn't look at the dogs when she said to let them in. And it was dark out, obviously. I hear Lawson come around the dining room table and start to come into the living room. And I see... He has something in his mouth and I see that something has a really long rat like tail. And I scream, Debbie, get him out. He's got a possum in his mouth. Now I didn't know if it was a possum or not, but I jumped I never can jump out of the chair because (laughs) I leapt out of this chair and I I'm screaming and now he panics and drops whatever he has in his mouth. And it was a possum about, I don't know, a foot long with another, with the tail about another six inches. It was a young, young possum. And when it hit the floor, it was just laying there, except it was all matted from his saliva, and it had some <laughs> scratches. Because right. when he plays with his toys that look shockingly like this possum, he'll just go, ar, ar, you know, he'll keep kind of biting at it a little bit. So I'm screaming because I, I can handle this stuff, but I don't handle the stress. Molly comes running down from the upstairs. She's standing there. She's starting to freak out. I'm yelling at Debbie. Debbie's standing right in the kitchen near where all the, the plastic grocery bags are. I go, hand me a couple bags. I got to get this thing out of the house. Well, she's she nobody ever moves as fast as I want them to. But I hear her getting the bags. In the meantime, the possum, who I think is dead, is not dead. The possum now begins to walk across the dining room floor. I'm screaming, so Debbie hands me the bags. I I do it. I try to do it like I do with the dog poop. So I put the bag over my head and I'm going to reach down and snatch this possum. Well, I reach down and the possum moves and the bag slips and I'm like, oh, I'm swearing. I finally get the bag kind of over the possum, but I can't lift it, so I have to grab its rat tail with my bare hands and lift it up and drop it in the bag. Now, you know, at this point, Lawson is on the couch, and he's freaked out because he doesn't know why I'm screaming because he just brought his toy in, in his dumb head. I got the possum now tied in a grocery bag, a jewel bag, and I'm like, I'm just going to throw this thing in the garbage can. But then as I'm walking out to the alley I think, well, it's not dead. It'd be kind of kind of suck for me to just throw it in the garbage can and suffocate it. It's not the possum's fault that it got picked up. All I can figure is cuz like I said, he's so lazy. I know he didn't chase this possum. He must have come down off the deck to go to the bathroom. The possum heard him, played dead and he was like, "Hey, look a toy." So I get out to the alley and I'm like, "All right, possum, let's see <laughs> let's see what happens." Across the alley from us, they don't have a garage. So there's some trees and some grass over there at the back of their fence. I walk over there, and I untie the bag. And I, I'm holding my arm out as far as I can. And I dump the possum out of the bag. It hits the ground and psh, gone. This possum was done playing possum. He was ready to go. So he shot down and into an, into the next yard. And I'm like, all right. And I went back out later and checked again. He he lived. but. Um, you know, then I go in and Debbie Debbie and Molly have uh, sanit, sanitized wipes and they're wiping off the floor where the possum was and everybody's freaking out and Lawson is like I didn't do anything I didn't do anything so now that you're in the suburbs keep your doors closed because you never know what's coming in and I don't I've had birds in my house I've had uh, other things in the house you don't want things in the house that aren't supposed to be in the house yeah no no it's bad uh, bad news one of my first home improvement projects was
1: well, not, not not a, a big, big thing, thing. <clears throat> get a little oh, bit of echo you. in, in your word. mic by the way somewhere
0: i'm echoing i don't know no no
1: no i was hearing an echo now it's gone doesn't matter um I think it was your i think it was your mic uh maybe roger in the chat saying you're darn lucky the thing didn't try to bite you probably true yeah maybe but i'm maybe. the i'm
0: the great hunter um, also, I'm the, some really,
1: I'm the shrieking hunter. Some very funny peanut gallery action happening in the comments, as always. Commenters,
0: yes, we enjoy the comments. We understand that. that well, that's why we do what we do. I so, highlighted
1: this uh, for me. Um, yeah, one of my first home improvement projects, not a big deal, but the living room dining room kind of opens right into the garage, right? Yeah. And that, uh, that door isn't wasn't self closing. Oh, so. oh
0: yeah, you said you were going to put one of the those little arm deals on there. Did
1: you do that? Um, no, I didn't put an arm, I just did a self closing hinge. Oh, oh, the hinge, sure. yeah. You can buy a hinge where it's just got a spring inside the hinge, so it looks exactly the same as a regular door. It, there's no like special arm or anything. It just
0: oh, nice, yeah. You, I, Does I mean, it work? Did you do a good job? It works great, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and they're adjustable. I actually learned about this from my um, when I went to. Minneapolis to visit my friend John, my co-host on my old video game podcast, Game Life Balance US. Is that uh, still happening? Nah. Oh,
0: good. Nah. Sadly, this,
1: this pod is, faded. Is the
0: Curiosity Daily podcast still working? Part of the
1: Discovery family of brands. That's still working. We're coming up on seven hundred episodes. Wow, That's a lot of episodes. Congrats. So many of those. I'm going to have to break my streak when I go on paternity leave, though. Oh, you're going to take a paternity leave? How long yeah. does that? How long do you get for that? I get a while. I get like I get a while. It's a good return. Is that right? It's gonna be. A, I'm gonna be out for a couple of months at least. Wow. Yeah, it's really. Times
0: are changing. It used to be. Used to be, dads would take off the afternoon.
1: No. Now I <laughs> they'd
0: smoke in the waiting room. Take mom and baby home. Well, that's when women would stay in the hospital for a week after having a baby, and uh, you know, then the old man would just show up, take them home. That would be it.
1: Yeah, I'm. uh, We're we're coming up on. I've got to compare some rates um, because I'm thinking if we both got a round trip ticket to Japan, uh, and then stayed in like an Airbnb for two to three weeks, and she had it there, and then we flew back. I think that might be cheaper than the medical bills that we have (laughs) to pay in Illinois. For actually having a baby and staying in the hospital for one to two weeks.
0: But now, is that, is that, would your baby then be a Chinese national or a Japanese national? Um, I don't really care. I mean, okay. Yeah. Well, the the good news is uh, you'd probably get stuck over there because you wouldn't be able oh, to fly back. Yeah. I don't no, know if you know I'm, this, there's a world pandemic going on. That's not what I heard. <laughs> that's I heard dark. It, that was I, dark. I heard it's over. I heard oh, it. Is over. It's um, over. It must uh, be because everybody's been blowing off fireworks for the last uh, month and a half already. Dude, it started like three days ago yes. for us. Yeah, it's insane. Every night, just huge amounts of fireworks. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to fireworks. But, you know, I'd say from June 30th to July 5th is probably the correct window for fireworks. These started early June. And it's insane the amount of fireworks that are going off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. it's good to hear the western suburbs are doing it as well.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're doing it pretty much everywhere. Is that a? Uh, was that cup from the? Where's the? What is that cup?
0: It's from the Rolling Stones tour. It looks familiar. Do you know why? Why? Because
1: you went with our friend uh, with our friend Craig. Yes. And he got that cup also.
0: Yes. He went, uh, he went to buy us a beer because uh, I, got him the, I gave him the ticket mm-hmm. um, after you couldn't go. And mm-hmm. some but, uh, yes, yeah, so Craig said, I'm going to go get you a beer. And then he wanted to get one of these glasses, one of these cool tour cups. But they were only selling those with uh, something else. They wouldn't sell them with the beer. Well, you know, Craig, he's going to get what he wants. So somehow Craig came back with the, the cups and the beer.
1: Of course.
0: And so yeah. I, was able to, I was able to keep the cup, which is fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's a nice water glass. Well, he was able to keep the cup, too, except then he left it in my apartment by accident. Oh, no. Did he
1: really? Where he stayed the night. And we still have it. Like, keep I mean, it.
0: Keep oops. it. It's a collector's item. Your kid will think you're cool someday. Like in 20 years, your kid will go, oh, you went and saw the Rolling Stones? He'll go, Yeah. Now I'm old. I don't remember it. But, yeah, it was cool. I have the my kid will not think I'm cool someday. That's not what kids do. Well,
1: I think my parents are pretty cool, so actually that's not
0: Yeah, so. though when he when he's very, very young, he will think you're great. Then you will suck for about a decade and a half, and then you'll be cool again. Do is that is that the is that the trajectory you're in? I haven't reached the I haven't reached the latter stages of that trajectory yet. Uh um, <laughs> my decade and a half is stretching into a you know a little while longer. But, yeah, that's th- that's the average length. You'll get, you know, teenage years, you're going to suck. Um, you know, and it's all a matter of degrees, you know. Even kids who really like their parents, uh, there's still a point where, like, they don't want to be around you. So, you know, that's okay. And then, uh, you know, you'll be fine. That's true of all people, though, in general. I Listen, I am enjoying this uh, not being around people. I don't mind it. Other people are getting antsy, not me. I'm getting antsy that it's gonna end. I'm getting antsy that one day we we will have a vaccine. Then we'll have no excuse not to, you know, have to go back out and mingle and sit in places. Do you so there's fireworks going on in Chicago right. and out here. Uh have you heard a lot of helicopters lately? No, conspiracy theory Jones. I have not. Why Okay. I mean I there were when the protests were, were when the riots were happening, not during the, the protest part, but at night when there were riots, yeah, I heard, I heard a lot of helicopters because the uh, the brickyard isn't too far from us, and actually the target is still boarded up over there. They still oh, got right. the target boarded up um, but so I heard I heard helicopters flying over you know hot spots around us, but other than that, no, oh, all right, why are they black choppers over Lombard? I've
1: heard a couple. No, I mean nothing's really happening. Actually on that next door app that I always complain about, but I'm still on inexplicably. Uh, the the like top posts were I hear there's protests in Glen Ellen. Will the outdoor restaurant still be open? Oh god. <laughs> that's the that's a level we're out here in the Western Burbs. That's it's nice. It's good.
0: Let's get the priorities. Get those priorities. Yeah. Uh, have you got has your has your next door uh, group started complaining about the fireworks? It's always the dogs. The, the people complain that their dogs are going crazy because of the fireworks it's that's a that's a real thing uh,
1: you I know, know we real. did we did a story on curiosity daily and i don't remember uh there are we did a story on curiosity daily about why why fireworks speak out dogs and there are ways that you can actually prep them for it but you have to start several weeks in advance so it might be too late but there is some way to kind of like basically give them like preemptive exposure therapy. So you're kind of like prepping, like acclimating them to these loud noises. So when they yeah, happen, I, like
0: starting in May, I lock them in the bathroom and throw m 80s in there. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. Works. Sort of it does work. Them. Now they're they're calm as hell. Right, exactly. So there you go. No, it's, it's a true thing. And then, you know, I didn't think of this before, you know, back years ago, that there's people who suffer from PTSD and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, it's one of those and i know that's a thing when the with the air show too when the air show comes people you know people freak out about that this year they don't have to worry about it but uh you know so i they're being ex, they're being calm so far with the uh with the fireworks you know like tonight the air conditioning's on so the windows are closed but you can still hear them but the dogs are kind of chill one of them goes into the basement uh, but we've had we've had dogs in the past who would go and hide in the bathtub or crawl under the beds and, you know, completely, completely freak out. Yeah. But, you know, I always figure they'll be fine. We, you know, we don't leave them alone on those days. We make sure we're around so that they don't, they're not like, oh, now we're alone and things are exploding. What's going on? Maybe I'll kill a possum. Shut up. <laughs> um, I, my... My opinion to avoid going out to uh, to eat in this early phase was confirmed last night mm. because we you know we've been we've been doing our part to support these small restaurateurs and breweries and businesses by doing that. And Last night we decided Molly's been Molly's been begging to go to this one Mexican place because they have the best chicken enchiladas enchiladas mole Ooh. that you've ever had. That's Ooh. right. Their mole sauce is. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, So I was like, we, you know, she mentions it, and then I forget, and Debbie forgets, and then all of a sudden Molly's like, well, you said we were going to get Mexican. I was like, when did we say we were going to get Mexican? Yeah, okay. So anyway, last night we decided we are going to go get Mexican. And this place is great. It's in Berlin where we used to live, and they've been doing just carryout. But they always had out on the sidewalk about – Six tables, a little area for you know al fresco dining, so I thought, well, we'll call and we'll pick it up and we get there. No problem, everything's great. I you know, Molly had come with me because there's usually not parking, and I figured I could just double park and she'd run in, so I pull it, but there was a spot right out front where I could look at their little al fresco place that should have been much less populated by tables than it was previously. And yet, amazingly, it was not. There actually seemed to be a few more tables because these people were jammed in like sardines. Uh-oh. Nobody sitting at the tables was wearing a mask, which I get because the rule is once you sit at the table, you're you're allowed you can take your mask off, but the tables are supposed to be at least six feet apart. Then I see a waiter come to the table and his mask was like this, barely covering the top lip. And Uh-oh. every time he talked his mask got closer and closer to uncovering his whole face. And I was getting, I'm sitting in the car far away from them. I, I wasn't at risk of being of anything. Come, and I was getting livid. I'm like, what are you doing? <clears throat> Pardon me. And then one of the guys at the table gets up and, the you know, he's going in to go to the bathroom, but he's not wearing a mask when he leaves his table. And I'm like, all right, right there. See, this is why we can't have nice things. Because the simple rules can't be followed. I don't want to dwell on this a lot, but cover your nose with the mask, please. Can you wear it's? You gotta, the mask has to, the, the whole thing, all right? This is all I'll say about it. This is it, it's visual. For those in the back who are too dumb to understand the rules, that's how the mask, that's how you wear it, over your nose and mouth. All right, there. I can't tell you anymore, because if I have to tell you anymore, I'm gonna really believe that you are an idiot. So I don't want to think that everybody is that stupid. But I've seen a lot of chin straps out out and around, you know. No, that that doesn't help. Doesn't help at all. All right, I'm done whining about the masks. What else you got? (laughs) (laughs) It just didn't. I'm I'm to the point where I'm never going to go out. I mean, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll go pick things up, but even – we were now debating, we're going to be in taking Molly to New Orleans, and we're there over Debbie's birthday. And they've opened restaurants to uh, outdoor fine and 50% indoor capacity. And for a minute, I was like, Well, maybe we'll go out to dinner for Debbie's birthday in New Orleans. But I was like, No. Yeah. Because New Orleans or Louisiana is the one state in the south that isn't spiking, but they are surrounded every other state around them is spiking. And you know, people are gonna be coming and going. And People just don't see, don't want to listen. That's what we're learning. People don't want to listen. Ever. Everybody is gonna be, everybody in society is going to be like your house in two years when you have a toddler. Nobody listens. Nobody. You're gonna say the same thing a thousand times and it won't matter. Yeah. So there you go. I
1: mean, that's we, that we set ourselves up for this, right? I'm getting a little bit of, like, yeah, where's it coming what from? What happened? Nothing. I hear me coming out of, what are you coming, coming out of your shell? No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's really, it's really unfortunate, right? Cause like people will, uh, will die. Uh, and it's really bad, but like we've, um, we've built a society that doesn't trust, um, medical professionals or the media, uh, or our the government.
0: Media, damn uh, media.
1: No, but it, it's been, it's not just him. Like it, right. Like, right. No, everybody, nobody does like him, He's proven right in many cases, which is like the worst part, right? Like mm-hmm. as crazy. And like psychopathic as he is, like the media is so crooked. They actually prove him right. Like with, with MSNBC and like, Some of like, you know, like Wall Street Journal, oh my God, them running the Mike Pence opinion piece about how the epidemic isn't, like, that is, like, I don't care if it was in the opinion pages, like the Wall Street Journal publishing that uh, is the worst thing I've I've ever seen from journalism. Like- The worst? It is. That is the worst thing I have seen from journalism because that is supposedly one of the most reputable newspapers uh, in the world, publishing an opinion piece uh, that directly contradicts scientific fact. Yes. that
0: but do you think that that the plan behind that was to go, look, these guys are full of full of baloney.
1: No, I think that they are amplifying a very bad opinion that is very dangerous and will Oh I know, be yes, no, I agree. Being killed. Like I, I think it's so anyway, what I'm saying is like I'm just saying like it's not like overnight Americans decided to just be like, No, I'm not gonna listen to this anymore right That'd be like saying that they'd be like saying that systemic racism you know emerged in the last like year, right like no, right. there's been groundwork laid for all of this for for decades um and the last like twenty to thirty years, like our government has sucked really bad, our politicians have all sucked really bad, our media has sucked really bad um the corporatization of everything has sucked really bad. Um, you know, like pay to play journalism has sucked really bad. Like everything there's a, there's a reason why people don't trust or listen to experts anymore. And it's like really unfortunate because like, I'm not saying they shouldn't, you should listen and trust to experts, but like, I, I can't judge people that like, you know, like very harshly because we've created this environment and this like kind of atmosphere of mistrust. And that's like, that's the society we have built. Um, or that this is the society that so like- So you're saying
0: we're getting, what, we're getting what we
1: deserve? But it's this society that those in charge have built, right? Like this isn't a society I believe should exist and it's not one that I think I contributed to, right? Like with all this mistrust, mm-hmm. it's those like with power and influence have misused that power and influence uh, in a way that makes people not receptive to messages. So it's just, um, it sucks like a lot. And uh, you're right, we people don't listen, but like, you know, with all the stuff that's happened, like lying about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq to like you know get revenge on you know for 9 eleven like it, right. it, the whole I mean all of like that Vietnam before that uh probably a bunch of wars in between, like yeah just <laughs> you know everyone's lying all the time yeah. about everything and it's just propaganda, and it's just like uh it's just really um it's really bad so um
0: it's so bad. what you're saying is, there's nothing we can do about it. Which I, I agree, people are going to do what they want to do. Uh, people are going to, you you believe the facts or you don't. Um, if you don't believe facts and science, I'm, I feel sorry for you. But I can't, I can't change your mind. And uh, so, yeah, you can either, we can either just go about our business and try to do what's best for us and keep ourselves safe. Or we can never leave the house. I'm going to, I'm going to do the former. Rather than the latter, yeah. I will leave, but I will not be. I will not be enjoying myself when I do.
1: Now I'm, I'm like grappling with this because I have relatives that, um, that that don't. You know, they think the whole thing's baloney, and it's or or they think like, okay, well, you know, people will get sick, people will die, whatever. We're not going to like shut down the earth for it or whatever. And it's like I. I grapple with this every day, Brian, because like I'm oh, yeah. a, a science communicator. B, I yes. have family members that I would rather not die or transmit a disease to me and make me die. So, right. uh, yeah. yeah, you've
0: got you've got somebody in your house who, you know, both of you. I mean, both of us. Both yeah. of you cannot get sick for various reasons. Yeah, yeah. So you know? uh, it's it's no good. It's it's a very it's a very rough situation. Yeah. But uh, I yeah. just I just wonder what's going to happen. You know, it was funny when. Uh, yesterday or the day before, Fauci was asked about the second wave, and he was like, uh, we're still in the first wave. <laughs> we, don't have to, we don't have to, we're not worried about the second wave, you know, uh, but what are you going to do? You know, People are, people had to get back, we had to get, we had to figure out some way for people to work, but, and we have to, we, you know, we got to figure out some way to save businesses i don't I don't know if we're doing the right thing i'm not the the thing is I'm not paid to make that decision. I wasn't elected to make that decision. you know I'm not in charge. I'm just a guy sitting on the sidelines watching going, Oh man, I don't know, but
1: did somebody tell me the House is still not the, either the house or the not the Senate, but someone in like the House or something contracted it and
0: they're still all meeting on the floor. That was a couple of weeks ago there was a huge uh, one of these so one representative went on'm this crazy not crazy but this impassioned furious rant that he uh, that he posted about how you know the some Republican members were testing positive and they weren't telling anybody and it was it turned into a whole big thing yeah so I don't know I, I don't I I know we keep, we always bring this up, but I don't get the, I don't get what the problem is with wearing a mask. I just don't. I don't buy that it's the government trying to control us. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm sorry, I can't go into these deep state conspiracies. That so, uh, really? that That's how they're gonna get us? I picked my fun masks. They didn't tell me, you must pass this mask. Doesn't bother me because you know what? As soon as I get to the car, the mask comes off. I'm not wearing the mask in the house. I'm not wearing the mask in my yard. I don't wear the mask when I take my walk. It's not it a down. big deal. I'm not wearing the mask now. I don't have to wear a mask now. I'm in my own house. But you know, but that's where we stand. Everything's divided. I don't know. Now, we, all right. Since we're on this, since we're on this, the big story today, Cody. Uh, they are. There will be no more Aunt Jemima. Did you? All right. I was just talking to my wife about this. Yes.
1: Did you see the Onion article about it?
0: I did not see the Onion article about Aunt Jemima.
1: I got to pull this out. This is you tell the real story that happened and then I'll tell you the other story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is.
0: Well, the, the real story is the company behind. Uh, oh, it says the Onion tweeted about Aunt Jemima's removal hours before the announcement. Is that right?
1: Oh no it it was it was more than that uh it was it was actually more than ours. Hold on, hold on the onion I'm pulling this up on my website. so i got I just got a shout out. The onion is America's finest news source. <laughs> they have encapsulated everything in the news from uh, politics to video games to pop culture. like they they just that's it. Just the onion is it. Just stop stop reading the news. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, they ran. I'm going to have to Google this, aren't I? It's not going to be on the front page. Darn it. I shared this with some people last week. I shared this with someone last week, literally five days ago, Brian. Five oh my God. days ago. Five full days ago. They, uh, they published an article with this headline. Quaker Oats replaces historically racist Aunt Jemima mascot with black female lawyer who enjoys pancakes sometimes. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I'm gonna put it in the chat of this of this. <laughs> like you have to read it. The whole thing is so oh, funny.
0: It is one, one of the fabulous pieces. Uh, so they funny. are like the they are the great prognosticator. They are the soothsayers.
1: Five full days before Quaker Oats actually announced this. It's so good. Um, They're replacing, uh, the Onion article says that they're replacing her uh, with Sheila, the public defender of cultivated tastes, who eats pancakes on occasion in addition to a variety of other foods. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The best part, while Sheila does enjoy our extended line of breakfast foods, that is only one small facet of her rich and complex identity as a human being. Sheila also speaks fluent Italian, likes you too, is bisexual, and enjoys cross country skiing. It's just, it's so good. It's so funny. You gotta, <laughs> read
0: it. You gotta five, read it. they did that five days before. Five days
1: ago, dude. I'm, t- dude. They're so on point. They're so on point.
0: It's absurd. That's oh, hilarious. So good. Well, I Not have to, I have to start reading The Onion as one of my daily news, uh, news outlets. Then
1: it is uh, the highlight of my day, pretty much every day. But yes, I did see that uh, that Aunt Jemima has no more. Hey, good for Quaker roads. That's yeah, too.
0: I you know i, I heard you know, as if you if you read things and follow things and i I tried to to limit my exposure, but there were actually people who were upset about this. uh, what's next? I don't know, maybe some other racist uh, mascot you know we've times change people don't people don't like when times change, they feel threatened. I'm a guy who doesn't like change, but in my own personal life, I don't care uh you know. Did I think, as a three-year-old or a six-year-old, did I think the Frito Bandito was hilarious? Yeah, but I'm also not Latino, so I was not I was not offended. Did I, you know, did I eat Aunt Jemima pancake mix? Yeah. Did I give it a lot of thought? No, but you know what I did today? I Googled all the past imagery and advertising from Aunt Jemima. Holy yes i'm like oh good lord i'm not even going to i'm not even going to paraphrase some of it because someone will pull this out and dox me if i do um it was crazy so and listen quaker oats has known for years that this was potentially problematic which is why over the years they've changed aunt jemima's look you know to make to make her less Aunt Jemima and more just African American woman. But the whole the whole basis is there and, and the you know the it's time. It's time for all that. And if if we can't if we can't see it, and I had this conversation with somebody earlier, it's like, yeah, it might not be offensive to me. I'm not the group that was being slammed. If there was a brand of something, if there was a brand of beer that was just or or, or a brand of, I don't know rice, rice cakes or something that was just drunken fat Irish guys. And it was patio slobs, uh, you know, corned beef hash. Well, you know, Irish guys could be offended, Irish people could be offended. And other people might not understand it. So if you're not part of the group that is being, uh, you know, targeted or used in these ads, yeah, you don't. you don't get why is it such a big deal? Well, Are you a black person? If you were, maybe you'd understand why it was such a big deal. Now they're saying Uncle Ben's and Mrs. Butterworth are also, this is not an Onion headline, this is is true. They're also looking at redoing their brands.
1: And at the end of the Aunt Jemima article, I linked to, uh, from the Onion, they mentioned Uncle Ben in the end of the article. I mean, it's just, oh, they're so good. The one thing, I, okay, yeah, everything you said, I totally agree with. There's, there's no, there's nothing to argue with. Everything. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna have a hot take and go, man, we gotta keep Abraham. Yeah. The one okay. thing, that, like, I'm kind of getting a little bit enough of is uh, now there's some people on Twitter that are like, they're just crusading against statues, not like offensive statues or like Confederate statues, just right. statues, like any statue.
0: The new hot take on Twitter is, name one statue that's ever made your life better. The Michael Jordan statue outside, and the Bobby Hall and uh, Stan Makita statues outside the United Center. I smile when I see those. Name the one Picasso? Name one statue that's ever enhanced the environment around it. The Picasso in Daily Center. The Bean, would the Bean be a statue? Nah, it's a, that's a All statue. Right, the bead's not a statue. It's got to be a statue. When they had that, when they had the giant Marilyn Monroe statue in Pioneer Court. Oh my god! What did that enhance? It, it enhanced that... It enhanced me looking up at Amazon's dress. I loved it. Made me happy. Every day I walk of there, I go, hello there, panties. Um, I mean, like, like that. I might argue the Statue of Liberty. Oh, so you're going with the you're going with the
1: big one, sure, yeah, I don't know. but it's just funny to see these people. And then they'll post like statues of like poets and authors and um uh, you know, people from the humanities that have like contributed to literature and society and helped people reflect on themselves and uh, you know had things to say about the world. But then they'll like, but then it's always like a gotcha. It's like, look at this statue of this great author from history. And then, like in the replies, it'll be like, Oh, but did you know he was also oh Yeah. Before, or from like the 1710s or something. It's like, right. oh my God, a person wasn't perfect by 2020 standards. Well, and it it's is, funny. Yeah. Well,
0: like, I mean, the, the, therefore,
1: all statues are bad, Brian. Right. That's the one like weird hot take I'm just kind of getting a little sick of seeing. I'm t-
0: I don't like that hot take. Where are pigeons going to roost? You know, if there's no statues, where am I going to tell somebody I'm going to meet them at the park? Mm -hmm. just in the field. No, I I meet you by the statue. Now, I will say I, you know, I didn't know that some of these military bases were named after Confederate uh, soldiers and general leaders. And I'm like, that seems odd. That doesn't seem like it's something that should be going. And you realize, and I'm realizing this more, not just now, but over the last, you know, number of years, how little history or how revisionist history is taught in schools. Did you, when you were in school, did you know anything about the Tulsa Massacre? Did you learn about that? No. Okay. The whole, uh, did you know, yeah. I. You know how I learned about that? From Watchmen on HBO. That's where I learned about the Tulsa Massacre, the Tulsa Race Massacre. And then I went and, grew, and did some research on it to find out what that was all about. Did you know about Juneteenth? Uh, I had heard of it, but I, I didn't know exactly what
1: it was. Now I know what it is. I didn't know it was I didn't know what it was until this week. Yeah. And yeah. like I don't feel bad about saying that because it's not my fault. Like no one ever
0: but, taught me. I yeah, just, we were right, and it's not something you know, uh, it's something very very big in the African American community, obviously, but you know, unless you lived in I don't know, yeah, I never learned about it either. It was you not... can't
1: learn something until unless someone teaches it to you, right. just...
0: I also don't think it it had gained widespread prominence until you know, until recently. I think I don't think Juneteenth as a as a day, and maybe it was in different communities, but I I hadn't heard of it. But now I know what it is. It's the oldest yeah. one. I mean, it started
1: the the year after. Um, well, the year after slaves in Texas learned about the Emancipation, Emancipation Proclamation, which happened two and a half years after the actual yes. Emancipation yes. Proclamation happened, which is you right. know, just, uh, you know, so it's a very, it's a very, you wouldn't say like happy Juneteenth, you know, it's like Memorial Day or Labor Day. You don't say like happy Memorial Day. Right. Or, no, happy, La- yeah. Happy I Memorial. always get them mix up. You don't say happy one of them because it's like, you're supposed to like reflect. Memorial me. Day. Right, day. Day, Right, you're supposed to like reflect and stuff, and it's like the same with Juneteenth. It's like this is a day to like, you know,
0: right. It's not a day for barbecues and parties. It's a day for, uh, you know, reflection and remembering and, you know, yeah, gratitude and and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, so it's you know, I, but I, I'm with you about the, the statue thing is ridiculous. Um, where it's going to ban all statues? I get taken down the Confederate statues. Um, it's one of the few one of the few things you know. When you defeat somebody in a war, you don't you don't have monuments to the losers. You know, what blew my mind is that the Confederacy only existed for four years. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Well, it's heritage, man. It's our heritage. Four years. Yeah. Well, this has been a, the the the. Confederate statues have been going on for a number of years. You know, this is not, this is not just in the wake of, uh, George Floyd's murder. This is, this has been going on when Molly was still in college. Uh, there was a big thing in New Orleans to remove a couple of, uh, these statues. And she said it got really scary and violent with protesters and, and all of that trying, you know, so you're, you're taking away our heritage. No, you lost. That's the way it goes. Plus, uh, these Confederate so these Confederate generals and stuff were traitors to this country. So, you know, to to keep putting that up, and again, uh, it has a it has a meaning and a remembrance to people of color that you and I can't understand. But you know, these are the people who fought to keep <laughs> keep their ancestors as slaves. So yeah, I can see not wanting those statues around all the time.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a little, yeah, know, it's, it's weird. Like, I was upset when they took down the statue of Rocky in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, come on. Like, that's upsetting, right? Like, yeah, why, why, What does that bother anybody? I mean, even, all right, even. What, are if, they going to go to Milwaukee next and take down the Fonzie statue? That doesn't seem statue? right. Huh? There's a Fonzie statue? Yeah, there's a Fonzie statue in Milwaukee. I don't hey. know. Yeah. I don't know how much it looks like him, but yeah, it's there. This don't is what I'm know, take that down. Now that statue would enhance your life. This is what I'm. That.
1: This is what I'm saying, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like the Rocky statue, that's incredible. Like, I don't want to run up those stairs if there's no Rocky statue at the top. Like, he's a, he's an inspirational, you know, like character. Even yeah. if you think out that, like, in ten years, that like Sylvester Stallone was a jerk and he was like misogynist or something like that. Like, be <laughs> like that's missing the point. Right. Like people didn't watch Rocky thinking about that. People watched Rocky to be inspired by this like inspirational story of like an underdog, which is really cool. Like that's that's what you take from that. You know, these Confederate people like, you know, what are you supposed to take from that? Like, oh, there's there's some jerk that lost a war and like was really racist.
0: What what are you celebrating? It makes a good point in our comment section that a lot of those statues were put up way, way after the Civil War. Way after the Civil War, yeah, by people who were longing for the good old days, you know. So I don't know. So it, I'll be honest. I always bought log cabin syrup, uh, and I bought what it, the the few times I bought pancake mix, it's whatever was on sale. Mm. We do have two boxes of anjou that I bought at the beginning of the pandemic, just because I wasn't sure if we need uh, we need to make pancakes someday. Mm. So I have some anchovy in the cupboard, but it was bought because it was all that was left on Jewel's shelves, and you know it's all—you know it was all that was left when I bought it because it's not even the complete. So I still have to have an egg and oil and stuff. It's not the complete where you just add water. Oh no, that's not good. I know. So I had to like, uh, and we've only made pancakes once since the pandemic started. I never. I got to make some more pancakes. I
1: have a friend not in the Chicagoland area, but somewhere in Illinois where. where marijuana is legal. Last weekend, he uh, was texting me and a couple of friends. He was so high the night before that he baked an entire chocolate cake. Wow! <laughs> it was like, <laughs> but he didn't remember doing it. He like woke up and He was like, "Did I bake a chocolate cake last night?" Now look, I know a lot of people that have been stoners for a long time. That is next level.
0: We, we I have, love I love the patience that that required. So I know. That stone and then go, I got to get out the eggs and the oil and the cake mix, and I got to bake it, and I got to make sure I take it out at the right time, and then I got to frost it up.
1: I mean, he said that it was from a package, uh so okay, like maybe it was just add water kind of deal, but like there's steps involved. Oh, yeah. He frosted it. He told us that he frosted it so, so like, he
0: must have either had frosting in the house or he whipped up some frosting dude that the other thing is
1: like i mean typically when i in my limited experience have uh imbibed the you know the substance in the past i want salty not sweet like i wouldn't go for a cake i'd want a can of pringles pringles mm. brian if you ever uh accidentally or purposely eaten edible or uh, you know, smoke a J, hit a vape pen, you wow. know, do any of that stuff. Hit a volcano or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't foresee any of that happening. But those are very expensive. Uh, those volcanoes uh,
0: are expensive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, you uh, have some. Have a can of Pringles nearby. Sour cream and onion, which is the only acceptable flavor of Pringles,
0: or maybe original. But you know what? When I when Pringles first came out, I hated them. And I still don't eat pringles, but uh, years ago when I started losing weight, I started eating baked chips instead, which are basically pringles, just in a bag. True. So I, I eat lays or uh, baked yeah baked lays, mm-hmm. and the first time I tasted them, I was like, oh, these taste just like pringles because that's basically Pringles are just dehydrated baked chips. So now you like pringles. I, well, no, I haven't had Pringles. I've had the baked chips, which are similar to Pringles. So I would imagine if I was uh, like you and we'd been, uh, you know, hitting the bongaroo all night and mm-hmm. I needed to, I, I would probably eat some. I have a feeling I'd eat anything at that point. If I was going through reefer madness like you do.
1: Maureen in the chat saying uh, I would skip the baking and just eat the batter if it was me. Also valid. Also yeah,
0: valid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, just take the spoon. I ah. But even with a boxed cake mix, you gotta add. I'm sure you have to add eggs. There's so steps Yeah, this guy had stuff in his house. He was prepped. Even preheating the oven. It's like who has time to preheat the oven if they're yeah. so stoned? They can't that's, even like. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, you know, the fact that you could stay awake till the pizza came would be impressive. But to make a cake, you're like next level high. That's yeah. that's phenomenal. Good for him. Good I was
1: very him. excited. Well, my next, um, I did I did a project just uh, before dinner before we started this quarantine cast. Yes, it. yes. Uh, I uh, st- I used a power sander for the first
0: time. How did you like it? Have you ever used one? Uh, yes, and and it made me nervous a little bit because I was afraid I was going to take off too much. I was going to take off the, the a little bit of wood. Okay. But what were you What were you power sanding? Oh, your nightstands? The nightstands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nightstands. How did it turn out? I
1: mentioned this before. We moved in. There were three uh, nightstands the previous owners had out on the curb for trash pickup. Uh, And uh, they're in good shape. They're just scratched up a little. There's a few deep scratches on the top. So I was like, you know, what the heck? These are heavy duty. These are um, like pretty nice. All we gotta do is sand off the top and put a little coat, little coat of finish on there. Anyway, I got the power sander like two weeks ago, and this has been like kind of on the back burner. Uh, but today was the day. So I got the power now, sander. Is it
0: one of those just little hand hand ones, or it is it a big one? No, this is a hand one.
1: Just, just a, a little one. little palm job. Yeah, not it's so a not, a, not a round one. The not, not a orbital sander, but like yes. a, it's just like a rectangle, you know. Okay. Thing. So uh but now I sanded it it off and um we'll see what happens. I don't know.
0: I sanded it a bunch. We're staining it a red mahogany. Wow. And didn't wait, isn't your sectional a mahogany? Well,
1: yes. Uh but like a I'm sensing liquid a theme. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh
1: <laughs> the uh, now the sectional is actually olive green.
0: Oh, I thought you said it was some sort of limited edition mahogany. Fabric. I lied. Why would you? That, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Man, a wood grain fabric would be really hideous. Yeah. it be like camouflage. A
1: camouflage.
0: If you got a camouflage sexual, well, that would suck, because you'd keep tripping over it, because you wouldn't know where it was. Right. right
1: that, would be, ah, that would be. It's invisible. Perilous. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, red mahogany is a very dark stain. Yes. So, I don't know. I mean, I didn't stay like it doesn't have like an even lightness on top. There were some, you know, there was still some dark sticking out. But I was like, I don't know. The stain is so dark. We'll see what happens. But I wore an N95 surgical mask. Did you to wear like a filtered mask? I had safety glasses and I had ear
0: protection. Wow. Yeah. You wow! Look at you. Felt like a surgeon. It was great. That's very exciting. Now, what do you use? Uh, what are you going to put on all that stuff when you do the leaf blower, too? You're supposed to wear all kinds of things.
1: I'll probably wear your protection. So um, yeah. we interviewed a guy on Curiosity Daily, uh, David Levitin. He's a uh,
0: – Who do I know that name?
1: I don't know. Who is he? What's his deal? Daniel Levitin. He's a yeah. journalist. Um, he is – oh, he's written for The New Yorker. So all right. Uh, what? Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. Maybe it's not him. Nope. He's not the one. All right.
0: So you, interview, interview,
1: you interviewed some rando. We did interview David Levitin, who's a neuroscientist. All right. Volume that's control the is Volume controls by David Owen, different author. Okay. Who has, and David Owen has written for the New York. He's a staff writer, the New Yorker. Okay. Um, Anyway, he wrote a book called Volume Control, Hearing in a Deafening World, and we interviewed him, and he talked about how, like, all hearing loss in older adults really starts with childhood. and really? um, There's all this, like, there's all this research that, like, all the hearing damage that you get when you're older and you kind of lose it, like, really starts with, like, average stuff, like, lawnmowers, vacuum cleaners, blenders. Really? Yeah, like, me living near the train, I, I literally think probably took a couple of years off my hearing. Um when I lived there for so long. So I become like really, really protective of my ears to the point where like, I might have some like protection in like the kitchen for when I grind my coffee. Really, I'm, I'm, and like, it's like you said, like, I actually, I asked him in the interview, I said, look, like, I'm not going to walk. So does that mean that I need to walk under the train? I should like plug my ears if it goes by, cause that feels lame. And he's like, it doesn't matter how it feels. Like, that's this stuff that will add up over time and remove your hearing. And as he explained, hearing is something you can't get back. And what he explained is like, the way hearing aids in in cochlear implants work, or cochlear implants, it's not like eyes where you're correcting for your vision. Like once you've lost the nerve endings in your hearing, like you never get them back. There's no way to regenerate them. So what they're doing is sending signals to your brain that are different. So you like have to relearn how to hear. Um, which is, some people have a hard time with hearing aids, which also I didn't know. Hearing aids and hearing um like correction not covered by like medical insurance in the US because of
0: America. Yeah, so, why not? Why would they be? Why yeah. do you need to hear? So it might be a blessing not to hear some of the stuff, quite frankly. Might be. But uh so If I then, had a dollar for every time my mom was like, Hold on, I gotta get my hearing aid. Wait, oh wait, and you hear the squeal, they're like, Oh my hearing aid's <laughs> Okay. Yeah,
1: man. So I've I've become really pretty paranoid about it. Honestly, like I have the little ear. I registered for little earphones for for baby golf for the registry, you know, for stuff. So uh, I'm 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 pretty hardcore about it when I use like a leaf blower and when I start mowing the lawn, I will be doing it with like ear protection in.
0: Wow. So I think I, I, I might be too late for me. I've been mowing the lawn for years without it. I'm always listening to music when I when I do that anyway. Which probably nobody, you know, I got the earbuds in, and that's you know. hmm. Your hearing's pretty good. What? Huh? See what I did there? Did am I, 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 I am mute? mute? What? Huh? Am I mute? I didn't hear you. Couldn't have what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm very excited. We are now in season five of Breaking Bad. We are almost to the end. We've been binge-watching for a couple weeks, so we are almost done. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yes. Have you not seen it? I had not seen it. So So good. We are on, uh, I think when I'm done here, we will watch episode uh, 11 of season 5. So we're getting close. We're getting close. Did you see the Ozymandias episode yet? No. Let me find out when that is. It is episode. Okay, it, you're you're cool. Oh my god, coming up. Oh my god! I wish I had watched it when it was on because there were so many times that I wondered if they were going to survive. But I knew that there was that movie on Netflix after this was all over with Aaron Paul. Mm. So I knew he. I knew he lived, uh, and I don't know. I, I'm guessing. I don't know what happens to Walter White, so don't don't tell me. But you know, we're at the point where, you know, now Jesse has been picked up by the police and Hank is about to go in and question him. Um, and I keep wondering, you know, you keep they keep showing the flash forward of Walter coming back with a full beard and hair, and I'm like, oh, something weirds going on. But um, yeah, so it it was it, it's very good. You know, people I've heard people talk about it for years that it was the best show on TV. I don't know about that, but it's it's really good. So
1: the next handful of episodes, you will see the best acting probably on television. Really? It's it is so it is so good and so in like you just
0: So I shouldn't pick my phone up during these episodes. Dude. Alright, you hurt yourself? Yeah, I might have. We watched uh Broken Gems the other night. What's family that? movie night, it's the Adam Sandler movie where he's the jeweler and uh, uh Debbie and Molly did not care for it. It was it left me I was exhausted when it was over. So, you know. I heard he was good in it though. Adam Sandler was very good in it. But yeah, it was exhausting. Exhausting. Like too much. Frenetic. It was a lot of screaming. It was constant, you know. Uh, uh, uh. And then there's a point where you're like, "How stupid can this guy possibly be?" Every decision is a bad decision. There's no no redeeming qualities anywhere in this film, um, you know. And no and no redeeming characters. It's one of those movies. It's almost like you know. Uh, as I was as Debbie and I've been watching this, I'm like. There's really nobody I like on Breaking Bad. There's no character that is that is likable except the baby. I kind of like the baby. Um, Holly, she hasn't done anything to annoy me, but she was crying a lot in the last episode, which mm. yeah, I've had enough. I don't need that. Um, but yeah, Broken Gems was the same way, where it was or Uncut Gems rather, Uncut Gems, mm. and it's just like, all right, there's nobody here that I uh, nobody here that I care about. He's making me crazy.
1: I get you. Yeah, we haven't watched like anything lately.
0: I haven't really You've been busy. A lot it. I have been busy. I have been very busy. Busy. Um, what was it? Oh, there was something. There was something I was going to say, and then I forgot.
1: I don't know. Holly the baby was. Holly like- the
0: baby. Yeah, she's she's all right. So yeah, there's something you could watch a little Netflix. Uh, I don't know if you're. You know, are you going to watch Gone? Have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? No. Me either. I know we talked about that last week. Uh, we have it. I've never watched it. Am I going to watch it? No, probably not. I am getting to the point now, Molly had the last, uh, the last stuff delivered. So as I look in the garage now, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to fit all this, even in a van. I don't know how I'm going to get all this stuff done in New Orleans. It's going to be, you know, I may have to feign a heart attack, so I don't have to do it. So when is the big move again? Uh, we leave early in the morning, July 1st. Wow! Start heading down. Yeah. So, no quarantine
1: cast that day.
0: No, that week we will have to uh, we'll have to pass on the quarantine cast. I know it breaks your heart. I'll give mm-hmm. you another. Well, listen, you'll probably be out. You'll probably be out with your new grill and your neighbors having a big uh, block party. No masks. Just all maybe everybody throwing their keys in a fishbowl. I know how you suburban people are. Huge, huge block fish party, food. huge fishbowls So yeah, can- just big fishbowl party, key party.
1: You know. It is uh, it's kind of yeah, lean, we, you know we haven't really. I mean we've like we really you know we talked to the neighbors and stuff, stuff but we haven't like, like met a lot, a of, lot people. of people. We're not like plugged into the community because like community is still kind of
0: you know. Well yeah, well you're you're you haven't really you're you're just there. What a month, not even like two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. So you're
1: come on. But I'm very I'm a very charming, handsome like. Uh, I want mean, even more so. so I don't I mean, know. You're,
0: the, you're gonna be the nerd wearing head headphones or you know ear protection when you're cutting your grass. You're gonna go, oh, look at this guy. Is uh, he, he's Tchaikovsky. Uh, that's Everybody fair. his hearing. That's true. Um, but that's gonna be great because then you can ignore people when they walk over and start talking. To you just point your thing like. <laughs> they go, "Can you take them? Can you take them off?" You go.
1: No, I was just gonna say. I think you're on mute. No, I was just, you know, you can't hear me because you're. No, not no, hearing. I'm gonna tell them. I'm just gonna be like, I think you're on mute. And then yeah, you're on mute. That's that's the language of 2020, Brian. It's I don't. You're not on a lot of conference calls.
0: I am not on conference calls. I see Debbie and Molly on their calls, and I just walk in, get more coffee, and come back upstairs. That's all, because I no corporate corporate culture is not for me, Cody. Not for me. What can I tell you? Same. Huh? Um, Samesies. Samesies. Mike, uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike
1: uh, in the chat saying, ready for PS5. I, you know, I missed that launch event. Um, I'm not a true gamer. Uh, I'm not a good gamer right now. Uh, I'm playing Final Fantasy 14, which I just needed my computer for, and I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is on PS4. So, like, I just don't need the PS5 yet. Maybe wow. if they get some cool exclusives, but I
0: don't you know. went, now are you are you planning on raising the baby in the gamer culture?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I have a curriculum designed. So actually, if you is just that see right, wood, that is a wood green on the bottom shelf of my messy bookcase that's still in boxes. That is a this the. I'll get it. I'll get it. Hold on.
0: All yes. right.
1: Here we go. We're gonna stir them on this. This right here. I'm gonna have to go full screen on the broadcast over here. So we're gonna go, this is a, uh, you know, it says Telegame Center, obviously. Okay, that's go. What we got in here. This is, oh, look at that! It's an old Atari. Mm, smells like old video games. It is an old Atari. Video game computer system. This is back, back in the day. Classic stuff right there. Here we go. Oh, look what we
0: got in here. Oh, we got some games. We got some games going on. Look at that. Look at that. We got some games. We got yeah, Night Driver in there. Kaboom. kaboom. I see. Golf.
1: Missile Command. Uh, What else? I got Star Racers Combat Bowling Pac-Man is in there. Yeah, man. I am like. Wow. So we're going to start them young and start them with uh. Start them with the good stuff. That's really the, faces, the they, originals. But, uh, yeah, man. Back when they had one button. Alright. Classic action. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: So I've got a oh, whole now was that yours? Or did you pick that up? This was
1: my brother's, and I kind of inherited it because they didn't care for video games, and I obviously did. Yes. So um yeah, I got an Atari, I have a Nintendo somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna make my kid level up through the game systems um, so that, uh, you know, someday he is ready for maybe a PS5 or PS6. But until that day, he's going to earn.
0: Let me float this hypothetical by you, and I don't mean it to be a nightmare scenario, and please uh, don't take it as such. What if your child, and and I only say this again as a hypothetical, Mm -hmm. what if your child has no interest in video games? And wants then to be I, in sports, play on a sports team or a sports game. Then I won't have to
1: share the controller. I'll just have to drop him off at practice.
0: Wow! All
1: right. Until he's old enough
0: to drive himself. So you're, I, gotta, you're gonna love them no matter what. I will love them no matter what. All right. Even if they, even if they spit in the face of your, uh, your, your passion. It's really not a requirement, honestly. It's right. you know. My I, I think is, it's funnier than it is. That you already going to start from the time there, you know, there has to be some sort of baby video game. Nah. You no, a Leapfrog a leap must make a video game. No, ColecoVision. Ah, uh, no,
1: I'm <laughs> starting them. A, I'm, I'm even a little head start. Um, the, um, the thing is, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, video games are a thing I'm into and I've played a lot, but like, I'm finding other passions, like nature. Dude, like, I love sitting on my back deck so much and just looking. At yeah, sleep.
0: well, you never had the, th- these are all new things that you haven't had in a while since you moved yeah. out of your parents' house. So now you can, now you can become, you know, a more well-rounded individual. Yeah. yeah. So. Sit out there, start smoking cigars, you know, talk to the neighbor dads about grilling. You know, once, you're, once you get your rig delivered, they're going to be like, oh, look at this guy with his Genesis Silver 2 or whatever it is.
1: Boom! My next door neighbor's not big into grilling, or at least I haven't smelled it. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, hmm, I'm gonna be out there. I don't know if it's harder with little kids, because one of my neighbors has pretty little kids.
0: Nah. But it shouldn't be, right? It's just cooking. No, it's just cooking. Just cooking. You let them run around the yard while you're working the grill. Have you been grilling a lot? Uh yeah, we've been grilling been smoking, doing, you know, enjoying enjoying the outdoors. Smoking cigars, not uh, a few. A few. <laughs> there you are, couple. It's usually well, like maybe one or two a week, and, and usually just on the weekends. But you know, I ran out, and now I'm having trouble finding my brand, um, so I have to either gonna have to or the. I was smoking this one kind that I would gotten when we were in the Dominican Republic, and <laughs> Benny's for a while had them, but they were they discontinued them, and they went to a different same brand but different. Sizes and types, and I try not to spend tons of money on my cigars. Mm. You know, so the the ones I was getting for like three something are gone, and you know, so I'm always. Bu- I try. I even try to keep my vices budget friendly. That's that's the thing. I don't want to spend too much money on my vices because then they really feel like vices. You know, if I if I'm spending eight bucks on a cigar, then I'm like, oh, this is a habit now. Is I'm, I'm invested. If I'm spending three bucks on a cigar, eh, it's three bucks. Yeah. What am I gonna do with three bucks? Set it on fire, mm. man. I'm uh, I'm
1: sorely disappointed in myself for never thinking to buy you cigars as a impossible to shop for person Christmas or birthday present. I'm well, even... I
0: only I only smoke them when I can sit outside, so I, it's it's very seasonal for me.
1: Yeah, sure, but like that, I think it, like. That's the gift you get for people that are hard to buy for is the one thing they enjoy consuming, right? Like a beer, like if you like beers, right. you get something. I've already
0: been thinking. I told you I was going to bring you back some uh, some exclusive Louisiana beers that you can't get up here. So I've already been plotting out what I'm going to bring you Yeah. when we come back. Well, since we're going to have a van, I can load it up with whatever. Beer. Yeah. I, get, I might start uh, smuggling people up, you know, not illegal immigrants, but just people who want to leave – you know, Louisiana or Mississippi, bring them up here. Get a touchless thermometer and take their temperature first. That's a good idea. Yeah. I don't want to be, I'm already worried, you know, about uh, someone it, having brought it into our home. Mm. I don't know. I don't know who it could be. Well, listen, uh, I am excited to, uh, by next week, I hope you'll have uh you'll have some flamingos. I doubt you will, but I can listen. Hope Springs Eternal. What is Moogle, by the way?
1: Uh, it's uh Moogle uh, postal service is a uh, Moogle is an animal in the Final Fantasy series, and there's a postal service in Final Fantasy fourteen. It's kinda like a it's kinda like a cat dog mouse flying
0: thing. Cat dog mouse flying thing. They say coupo. That's about all okay. uh, oh, well, that, yeah, that makes sense. All right, I we also look forward to seeing the evolution of your office by next week. It's see, even more time. Well, listen, it takes time. That's uh it's understandable that it takes time. that's what I'm saying. We'll just see how it evolves. It evolved from last week to this week, and now we'll see how it evolves to next week. Yeah. You know? And those pictures with the really all the glare on them behind me, those are from your wedding. That's the uh it's the wedding pictures you gave me. There we go. Look at that. So it's right there in the office all the time, just so you know, just so you know that. Uh, other than that, I'm gonna, you know, my head is about to explode again. The redness is now taking over uh, for real, not just Uh-oh. the camera. So I think it is time to, I gotta, listen, to be honest, I got, I have to see what happens now with Jesse in the, uh, Jesse and Hank in episode 11. I'm so close and Debbie, I can sense it in Debbie too. Cause I was out, she she gets off working for it. She was doing stuff. And I was doing something with our buddy Craig, and then I had to run and get uh, had to run get the Ethernet cable. Hey, the Ethernet cable worked, didn't it? You were great the whole time. I didn't freeze up at all tonight. No. Nope. So that's it. The it was the Ethernet cable. Mm-hmm. So now we're hardwired in. All right. So that was that was perfect. So it was worth going to Target and risking my life to uh, for this broadcast. Always, always, always. So, but I came home, and she's like, or when I came down, I was saying, because. I don't know. I'm sure you save cables. Do you have a box of cables, like in your house, of old things that you don't even know the cables I have, Brian? I I know we've had. I know we had Ethernet cables in this house. Well, I should say I know we had them in the last house. I have a feeling when we were moving, we purged a lot of that stuff because mm. I looked everywhere and I was like, and finally Debbie goes, uh, I just looked. You can go get one at Target. And I was like, yeah, but I'm sure we have one in the house. And then I spent another 20 minutes looking. Then I finally went, this is asinine. I'm going to Target. So I went to Target to get the cable. But the point being, um, she was like, oh, okay, you're going to go to Target? I thought maybe we could watch an episode of Breaking Bad. (laughs) I was like, all right. I said, let me run to Target. I'll get it hooked up, and then we can watch an episode of Breaking Bad.
1: Okay, all right. (laughs) Good call.
0: So I know she's waiting for me to watch uh, another episode of Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, you got to get to it.
0: Uh you doing anything for your dad for Father's Day? This is, oh, this is your, technically, technically you could celebrate Sunday, but this is your last non-big Father's Day. You will join the ranks next year.
1: Yeah, no. Um, no, he's going to uh, come over
0: and uh, I'm going to grill. Oh, wow. Very nice. Yeah. A, what's on the menu, can you say? Uh, you know yet? Whatever the jewel has. We got to go. I'm going to tell you a little secret about the jewel. Yeah, they have everything. It's a grocery store. Depend and depending on the neighborhood, there's everything plus stuff you never would have thought of.
1: True. I'm particularly fond of bison burgers, Ooh. but uh, you know, we'll see. Get some steaks and stuff. Those are expensive. Those, you know, those I can't, I can't get used to as a norm because they're those are, you know, pay up for those.
0: Well, you you know, you watch for when things are on sale, and mm. uh, you know, you treat yourself. Sometimes you got to treat yourself. Yeah. I mean we're we're picking it up it's supposed to be
1: uh assembled sometime tomorrow or Friday. So I mean I'm only going to have like one or two nights How are you
0: going to how are you getting it home?
1: Uh it'll fit in the car. Yeah, it's not that big. It's got the foldable the foldable side deals. Yeah. It's not that it's not that wide. I mean it's it's wide but like got a Subaru Outback. I mean it'll fit. Okay. And we asked the guy. We said, like, will this fit in our car? And he's like, what do you have? Subaru Outback. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: So- <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure, it'll fit. Just buy it. then then you'll figure it out later.
1: Yeah, no. I, it, it, I mean, I'll let you know if it doesn't fit, it'll make for a good story next week. But That
0: was one of the hardest things because uh, I got my, my new grill was a Father's Day gift a few years ago. It took me forever to put that thing together it was insane but all the parts i used all the parts and it lit when i went to use it so i did it right but that's all you need yeah so you're so you're gonna have to you're gonna have a couple of test runs before your dad comes over yeah that's nice
1: but only one or two so that's all you need i've never owned a grill so we'll see how how well that goes but i'll update you do
0: you have any big plans for this uh Sunday? i don't know what they have planned for me hopefully nothing um <laughs> but i'm sure there'll be something but no, nah, no, nah. don't. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't need a tie. There's nothing I need. Uh, I ask for, I ask for the same thing every year. I've never gotten it. A piece of quiet. That's right. That's all I want. Piece of quiet. You would think after having been a father for 23 years, one year they just go, why don't we just, why don't we just give them that? Why don't we just shut up and <laughs> leave them alone for a day? That would be great. That would be the best. Nah, be another year of disappointment. They'll 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 have thought they'll have put a lot of thought into something, um, and it'll be very nice. But deep down, we all know it won't be what I wanted. <laughs> Just quiet. Well, I'll leave you alone. Well, that'll be nice. Well, you'll be with your dad, not giving him a piece of quiet. Except when I text you a bunch of emojis. I want, to see, I want to see a picture of something on that grill or the grill just in a mushroom cloud. Okay. I want to, see, I want to, I want to read a report in the TRIB, uh, Lombard man blows up entire neighborhood. Well, I didn't there. know you were supposed to lift the, just remember, open the lid before you turn on the gas. Okay. Open the lid, open the gas on the tank, then turn on your burners and start it. Sounds about right. All right. Good. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna watch some YouTube tutorial videos over the
1: next day. Oh,
0: that'll be fun. Well, you'll have a good time. Plus, if you, listen, you know J- John and Jesse. If you have any grill questions or Double D, True. you know if you have any grill questions, you know Double D will hook you. Double D give you all the information you need from because he's a Weber guy. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be you'll be fine. And listen, what are they gonna say? This food is awful. They're, not, they're going to be, oh, it's so great, eat delicious. Start with something simple. I will. Have fun. That's all. That's all. Next year, you can start wishing for a piece of quiet.
1: Yeah, with a uh, 10-month-old. Yeah, a you'll,
0: next year, you'll definitely die. you'll definitely want it. Next it's going to be pretty tough to get. Uh, it might be a bit uh, of a big ask. But... It's going to be impossible. But you can, you know, again, hope springs eternal. Well, listen, have a great week. Uh, Tell your dad, happy Father's Day. Compliment him again on the great paint job. Uh, Listen to Cody every day at Curiosity Daily Podcast, part of the Discovery family of brands. You can go to my YouTube channel and uh, check out Socially Distant every day. And we will be back here, uh, good Lord willing, next Wednesday. Is that correct? Yes. The 24th of June. Yep. We'll be here. Uh, We'll try to start on time unless unless the carrier does another weird design change, and then Cody blames me for not being able to get on the air. Um, But other than that, got any parting words, anything to say on your way out? Um, Wear a mask, and when you do, make sure it covers your nose. I couldn't have said it better myself. Bye. Stay safe. Stay safe, stay well, stay covered.